How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B-O-B, where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And of course, I am the one and only, your host, Dr. Rob. And it's always good for me to be with you. And I hope it is just as good for you to be with me during these wonderful podcasts that I present. And so, without further delay, I'd like to get down on it and jump right into the topic. Today's podcast topic is looking for love. That's right, looking for love. Imagine that, looking for love. And usually, when we look for love, we're looking for love from somebody else other than ourselves. Now, I'll explain what I mean by that as I continue. So, I find this a very interesting topic for a few reasons. And of course, I'll get into the various reasons as we progress through this discussion. But first, let me tell you what inspired this discussion today. I was I was at work in the school. You know, I do, I'm a substitute teacher in the school district. And I heard a seventh grade female student say to her friend that she was crushing on some boys in the school and she is looking for love. At 12 years old, she is looking for love. So I heard that, and as a relationship change agent, that got my attention, like, right away. And let me tell you why. First of all, to hear a seventh grader say that she is looking for love was somewhat alarming to me in that there are so many other things a seventh grader should be or could be doing And so what was she thinking about saying when she said that she was looking for love? Well, I will answer that question as well, because it seemed obvious to me why she might be looking for love. And, you know, to that, I would simply say that when a young girl is looking for love, That is usually 
because they may be lacking the love they're looking for. They're lacking that love within themselves. And so what is the next best thing to do? You think that you have to find love with somebody else to feel complete or to feel fulfilled. And that is what inspired this podcast today. The idea that a 12-year-old seventh grader would believe that it is a good thing for her to say that she is looking for love. And as I, 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 I said to the seventh grader, that she is, first of all, you're too young to be to be in a relationship. That's number one. And you're definitely too young to be looking for love of all things, looking for love. And so I explained to this young lady that at her age of 12, the mere age of 12 is the best place, you know, the best place for her to look for love is within herself because then she will come to learn one day that if you do not love yourself or if the person you're trying to love does not love themselves, they will not be able to love you in your endeavor to look for love. Can I get an amen on that if you're with me? I mean, it's almost funny, even though it's not funny, that love, the idea of love with somebody else is the first thing that we think about. I mean, that is laughable. That's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) And I laugh about that because, as I have found... Out here in the world, the people that we are looking for love from, no matter what your attraction to the opposite sex, same sex, or what have you, there are so many people out here who are just not capable of loving you in the way you want to to be loved because they too lack self-love and are filled with a myriad of unresolved issues from life experiences. And so we go looking for love from people who just, quite frankly, may not be capable of loving you in that way. But of course, at 12 years old, she doesn't know that. And so that's where I come in. Because I... I explained to this young lady that there are so many people, young and old, who do not feel good about themselves. Or should I say, love themselves. And so what she is looking for in some random crush at school may be hard to find. As in my own experience with love, I discovered that so many people 
bring their unresolved childhood issues to their relationships, that love from somebody else is just very hard to find. I mean, can I get an amen? Uh, that that was a good one. That was a good amen right there. And so as I was explaining to this young lady, you know, she rebuked what I was saying because she said she was looking for love. And based on her naivete, she told me that there is love out there for her and she will find it. Now, let me just say, I do not, I don't doubt that there is love out there for her, but not at 12 years old, okay? Not when you yourself have no idea of, like, even who you are. And love can be deep. If love is good, love is deep. And at 12 years old, even if you straight in terms of your self-love, self-awareness, and things of that sort, you don't want to be in love at 12 years old. Sorry. Not a good idea. Just too deep of an emotion to be on that emotional roller coaster. And so, in theory, in our imagination, it would seem like love is a good thing to look for. But as I said, not in the seventh grade. As a matter of fact, it does not matter whether you are a, a seventh grader or a college graduate. Looking for love without first realizing your own self-love, your own self-worth, your endeavor to look for love may be an exercise in futility. That's right. I said it. So please take heed to the fact that love for thyself is the first and best kind of love you can have as you live this life, especially since there are so many unhappy people available who unfortunately are not capable to give you the love you are looking for due to their, as I previously mentioned, unresolved childhood issues. And that, my friend, is a fact. And if you disagree, holler at your boy. Yeah, just like I thought, crickets. So I said it was a fact, okay? And so it is imperative to come to terms with that. For if you ignore and disregard the significance of first learning to love yourself and venture out into the world for this emotional bliss, you can rest assured that your search for love will be a painful journey in more ways than one. Because, you see, just the idea, the premise of self-love, you know, that, that you know, can equip you with the, you know, with the, the idea that if you run into 
you know, some bad actors, male or female, that the fact that you love yourself, your love and care for yourself, you know, should not allow you to tolerate what these people bring when they fall short of their love for you due to their inability to love themselves as a result of their anger, their emptiness, loneliness, uh, feeling having been abandoned, or whatever the issues are related to their childhood. Because that's where our problems start, in our childhood. Now, you have heard that from me a number of times, okay? And so, again, I'm going to say it is imperative to come to terms with the fact that if you ignore and disregard the significance of first learning to love yourself and venture out into the world for this emotional bliss, you can rest assured that your search for love will be a painful journey in more ways than one. You may settle for an abusive mate. You may encounter an incompatible partner and have to endure a lengthy, dysfunctional relationship because we get involved emotionally, financially, then a child may pop up or children may come into play, then you're really stuck, okay? And so before I continue, I would I would like to mention that this search for love for some may be widespread and i believe that's the, that is the case because just the other day i was just watching and surfing the television channels and i came up across the beginning of a show that was hosted by the renowned mary j blige you know the singer rm rm blues rmb queen and she she was starting her I, I don't know if it was a reality show or or whatever, but as she you know, in her introduction as she was about to start her show, she said she said that everybody is looking for love. And I was like, What? I, I've never heard that before, that everybody is looking for love. I mean, there may be some truth to that in some people's mind. But the way she said it was like, you know, like it was a fact. And that's not a fact. So yet again, I was taken aback by her comment. Because personally, as a young person myself, back in my day, I was never looking for love. I was I was looking for sex and to have some fun. Now, I did want to get married, you know, I... You know, I always hope to one day get married and have a family. But even with that hope, my goal was not, like, necessarily to look for love, as I felt pretty good about myself. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I think we got it backwards in many cases. We, we have it. We got it all wrong. When you look for love, any and everywhere but within yourself and you looking over there with somebody who may not who may look good to you but more than likely they will not be good for you 
And because they too have not developed the path for their first true love, which is the love they need for themselves. And so we don't, you know, as young people, we don't understand that. And I, I was there myself, but I understand it very well now. Trust. And so just as we look for love from everywhere, but other than ourselves, this reminds me of another paradoxical issue that we as humans struggle with. Excuse me. And, and if we can figure this out, it can help to put life into perspective, you know, in the appropriate way. But before I get into, you know, this example I'm trying to provide, I'm going to step aside and let a promo in, and we'll pick it up on the other side of the promo. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. All right. Welcome back. So you with me so far? Are you feeling me on this topic? If you are, let me know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I knew it. I knew it. That's what I felt. Thank you. Thank you very much. And so, as I was saying before I let the, the promo in, you know, there's there's something else about this life we, we need to figure out because it, it's sort of along the lines you know, although it's different, it's along the lines, you know, of the idea when you think you can look for love, you know, you have to go somewhere else to the Bahamas, to Paris, uh, to the club, to Barnes and Nobles. I'm going to find love. Oh, my God, I'm going to find it. Help me. There's a there's something else out there that just comes to mind when I talk about this subject. Like, for instance, you know, just... Just like um, everybody, according to Mary J. Blige, is looking for love, everybody is also looking for people to like them, That it seems to me. You know, and that is, I think, another dysfunctional way to look at things, and I will tell you why. 
years ago, I worked as a, a human resources professional, and a good amount of my time was spent doing conflict resolution between two or more people. And most of the disputes alleged that one person did not like the other person. And what I found in many of those cases is that although they alleged that they did not like one another, in many cases they didn't even know why they didn't like one another. I mean, picture that. And so what I try to stress to these individuals is that liking one another at work is not required. There are no rules that I like you, that you like me, or that you two like each other. There's no policy that says employees, or no, there's no job in America where there's a policy that says employees must like each other. Okay, so right there, we just... We're just off on the wrong foot. Therefore, you do not have to like one another. What is important is that you learn to respect one another. And along the way, you may come to find out that you just might like each other because you respect what the other person brings to the table, you respect how well they do their job because their high performance at work may benefit you in one way or another. You get your reports on time. You get your spreadsheets out on time. You get the payroll done on time because of what the other person does, what they contribute to the team effort at work. And so let us not focus on trying to like one another. I mean, that, that would be good, you know, if we liked one another. That, that would be good. Okay, I agree with that. What do you say to that? But if you do this right, you just might find, you know, that that liking one another as opposed to respecting one another, is is just not the way to go. We got it backwards. We have to first, like I said, learn to respect one another. And then you open the door gently, without force, naturally, organically, for us to begin to like one another. And so, back to... Looking for love, but I just had, I just wanted to, to share that with you because it's just a just another interesting perspective on a dynamic of life. This whole, you know, everybody wants you know to be liked at work, and nobody's because see, and disliking one another, you're disrespecting one another as well. You don't care about one another. You don't uh, support one another. You hope they get fired, and you hope this and you wish that come on but when you respect that person then you open the floodgates to begin the process of liking one another and so if you do this right like i said you just may find the love that you're looking for yes i'm back on the looking for love and i'm sorry i 
didn't have the uh, segue there, but you, just follow me. You with me, okay? It's the same podcast, all right? And so doing this right means when looking for love, first try to find the love you have for yourself because you cannot, this is the fact, truly love someone until you love yourself. Facts. You see, what happens to us as people, especially black people, you know, I can say this because I am black, African-American, okay? We feel the void, you know, sometimes. And, and, and people of other races feel this too, but I'm just, right now I'm talking about a, a specific point I want to make. We feel the void, which is the lacking of self-love. So we look for love from somebody else. Or in so many cases, you know, with our young black girls, our young black teenage beautiful girls, they want they want to have a baby so they can have something or somebody to love. And this void can be filled. That void to want to have a baby so that you can love somebody because they, you know, they don't even realize that this feeling is due to the lack of self-love. And so that void can be filled by first finding the love you want and you need within yourself. And that desire to have a baby at the age of 13, 14, 15, 16, or 17, that may be, that may dissipate, that may that need, that desire may be eradicated. This is so important to realize. First, your own self-love, the love for thyself. And when this is the path you choose to take, you know, uh, about, you know, trying to find love by having a, a baby, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you that you just... You just have it all wrong. Any real love should start with the love you have for yourself. And your life will would flow and work out so much better. Facts. So, in closing, I'm just about to wrap this up. I, I just wanted to share with you that there is a song by the late, great Whitney Houston, which is entitled The Greatest Love of All is to Love Yourself. Did, did you hear me? The, the name of the song is The Greatest Love of All. But one of the lyrics in the song is The Greatest Love of All is to Love Yourself. Now, if you can add that song to your playlist, you may be inspired by this song. And the words of this song. And when you realize the love you have for yourself, you will not be looking for love somewhere else. Yes, we want to be in relationships. Don't get me wrong. I'm not anti-relationships or anything of that sort. What I'm saying is that relationships are not always cranked up to what they're supposed to be. And that's because so many people are walking around with emotional deficits, shortfalls, and 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 challenges inside. 
that preclude them from loving you back the way you would want to love them or the way you would want to be loved. And so love will find you. And then you may realize what love really is from your mate who loves him or herself as well. So are you are you hearing me? I'm saying first work on your the love for yourself. Get that straight. And then that way when you're out in the world and going into the bumps and bruises, the ups and downs of relationships, you when you have self-love, you're, you're more prepared for some of the disappointments that come in relationships, some of the foolishness, and then you will also not tolerate the the the... the the type of love that's not love, the, the, the painful love that you may encounter. So love for yourself is the way to go, and that helps you better decide if somebody is loving you back because when you love yourself, it feels good to love yourself. Yes, indeed. Trust me on that, okay? And so... On that note, I'm going to leave it right there. And as they used to say in the Bugs Bunny cartoons, that's all, folks. And I want to thank you for stopping by, walking with me, jogging with me, allowing me to uh, be heard in your car uh, or whether you're on your Peloton. But thank you so much for listening and letting me talk with you. And hopefully you're feeling me and understanding the message that I'm trying to convey. And I just want to say that you can find my podcast anywhere you listen to your other podcasts. Stay tuned for my next podcast. I have a real hot topic for you. OMG. Check this next topic out. Why do Christians have such an anti-gay position When their Bible, the King James Version of the Bible, when it is well documented that King James was gay. So you're anti-gay, but, and I know that King James did not write the Bible, but he recruited the scholars who wrote the Bible for him. I think it was 50 scholars, what history says. And so... I guarantee you those were not 50 straight men because from what I understand, King James was flamingly gay. Okay. And so birds of a feather flock together. So don't miss this next podcast. As a matter of fact, you do not want to miss this coming up probably in a few days to a week from now. And so until we meet again, my friend, remember... Life is good even when it ain't. And love is an action, not a word. And it is not supposed to hurt. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me 
at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.